Oh my gosh, I'm good. I feel like we haven't done this in so long. I know. I feel like we're different now for reasons both good and bad. Uh huh. Yes. I was, I honestly looked back to see if we accidentally forgot to do May or something because it truly feels like we haven't done this in like a quarter. I agree. And the truth is, it's just been a lifetime in the month of June. June has been (laughs) a roller coaster. Yeah, but like not entire, not the worst month of the year in some ways. No, it's like, you know, 95% of the things that happened in June were totally fine, if not good. And then mm-hmm. that last 5% is really just perhaps the worst dinger. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, this is Spare Time, the podcast. Yeah. Welcome. It's Welcome. a podcast where we talk about things that we do in our spare time, mostly things that bring us joy because mm-hmm. we, we try to, you know, create joy in our lives. Um, especially yes. nowadays. Joy is, it seems getting harder and harder to come by. So we're trying to find it and yes. celebrate it, honor it, immortalize it on this podcast. Um, and that's, that's right. My friend Elisa over there. Hi. And that's my friend Marie. Yay. We haven't seen each other in kind of a while. I know. We went on like a walk. Honestly, I think we saw each other in the month of May um, once. In the month Liter- of June? No, in the month of... Oh, yeah, June. June. <laughs> You're like, beep, poop. Yes, in June, I think we saw each other actually once and we went on a quick jaunt to get a bagel. Is that really the only time that's so wild? Because we recorded in May. In May. And then you went across the world, that's which so we'll true. get to. We'll get there. We'll get there. What a weird, what a weird month. Yeah. Well, let's just go for it, Marie. What, yeah. What have you been doing in your spare time this month, Lisa? I actually want you to go first because oh. in your notes, I see something that I think I'm going to want to comment on in mine. Okay, great. I can't wait for you to comment on it. So Elisa alluded to this. I went on a very far away journey uh, in like the month of June. so far. Further I went than to, I've yeah, been. I went to India. It's pretty far. I like was, I was looking up to see if it's the farthest place I've ever been to. Um, not quite, but oh. close. Um, and it was very, very, very fun. I'll talk about some of the highlights but the the real like takeaway from the trip for me was like realizing that I actually we're always like haha we're old now you know mm. we're thirty we're ancient and we're not ancient like I recognize that thirty is young and we have a lot of life left to live and like my body <laughs> is different than it used to be <laughs> when I was in my early twenties yes. I cannot do the things that I formerly did. And I think I had this epiphany the other day where I was like, oh, it's actually not that I'm not feeling good right now. It's that I will never feel that good again because I can't. Like my knees are never, it's not that my knee feels bad. It's that it can't actually feel good anymore because of the age (laughs) of my flesh sack. So that was a sort of existential crisis which I guess I did ask for because I said in the May episode that, or maybe I just said this to you, that like on my travels, I wanted to find some of the introspection that I feel like you can only really get when you go really far away from where you normally reside. So I guess I asked for it and I got it. You're like, Uh, that's what I got. Oh shit. (laughs) I'm like, oh damn, 
I'm old. Just because like, I don't know. I hadn't really been on a far away trip since 2018, which is not that long ago. But you were in your But it 20s. also is that long ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, <laughs> I was 20, what, in 2018? 26 or 27. And I feel like the difference is major. Like you know, the bounce so back funny. rate is different from it, like jet lag and dehydration <laughs> and like sickness, like all that stuff. I'm just like, whoa, we're different. What's so crazy is that like, that's a universal truth. And I feel like your whole life, you hear people at every age being like, Hey, it's going to get worse. Like you're going to start feeling. And then like, you just don't believe it until you do. And then you're like, Oh my God, like here I am. But right. One of the things, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's weird though, because I feel like you're like, we like gear up to ages. Like when I was 25, I was Mm -hmm. probably like, oh my God, when I'm 30, I'm going to be so old, blah, blah, blah. But now that I'm 30, if you say, oh, I'm so old, everyone's like, you're not old, blah, blah, blah. So it's hard to wait. Yeah. So you're never really allowed to inhabit feel it. the the space where you are it's very strange until you're like 80 I right and like. then you just get to be like yeah fuck it I'm 80 I'm doing whatever I want mm-hmm. um one of the things I'll talk about is that I gathered with friends many times in June but um Eric and I were talking about our you know like very future um bachelorette party and one of her friends was literally like Hey, like, can we just get like a bit of a timeline? Like, I genuinely think my knees will give out after 2024. <laughs> so, like, anytime before then. And I just thought it was so real. It was so it's real. So real. It's so real. And I kind of feel like there's a lull, it seems, from what I'm observing, that like from your mid 30s, maybe just your 30s into your mid 40s, everybody's kind of like nesting having babies, buying houses, like doing career stuff. Like you're not really doing the party party stuff as much. Mm -hmm. And then it feels like when you get to be like 45, some people be turning it all the way back up. For sure. I mean, I got to be honest, my parents never once stopped, you know, your parents are an inspiration to (laughs) us all. (laughs) It really depends. Um, yeah, I feel that. What else happened to you in the month of June? Um, I became a mother in the month oh, of June. Actually, it, it might have been very, very, very late May, like a couple days into May. It. I was a. I think when we taught, when we did the pod in May, I was like on the precipice of getting my two kittens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was the final time I entered your home. Yeah, the final time you <laughs> entered my home before it was infested with allergens for you beyond just the normal zucchini and wine of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am obsessed with these cats. I can't stop talking about them. I don't know what I used to think about. They're perfect. I love them so much. I'm like, I would die for you, I think, little cats. That's what a mother does. That's what a mother does. They're so funny. They have doubled in size. I took them to the vet oh yesterday. My God. <laughs> They're twice as big as they were when we They're got them good. one month ago. They be eating good. They're living the like luxe cat life that now they are accustomed to. Wow. Um, I have a lot of cat accessories now. Cat videos, cat accessories, cat It's life. all, it happened so fast. It happened all at once. That was the only time, the, like, that was just the only way it was going to happen for you, I yeah, think. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm thrilled for you. Should I get you a shirt that says, Mama? 
You know how moms wear those. Yeah. (laughs) Cat mom. Um, No, thank you, but that's very sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Just you wait. Oh, boy. Um, Okay. Well, for me in the month of June, I have spent my time, if I had to summarize it, I would say summering. I have really embraced summer. And usually, as you all know, I'm, I love summer, but I hate to be hot. Um, so that is, you know, in conflict, but Mm -hmm. I've said, I'm just going to embrace it. So I've been blueberry picking, spending time outside. I've had a few weddings, both of which were like in the most gorgeous settings of all time. Mm. One was on the beach, which was actually really fun because I've, have you ever been to a wedding that was fully on the beach, like the ceremony? Uh, yeah, for the first time recently. Wow. So this was like a public beach. So it was, mm. it was a show. Like there were people all around. Cute. In fact, during the the moment where they were like about to kiss, there was a woman directly behind them in the water, like holding a beer. And we were like, oh no, this woman's <laughs> going to be in every photo. Um, but oh I was living for no. it. Um, one of the other weddings that I went to was like camp themed and it was really fun because everybody stayed there. And so they did like a giant game of capture the flags. You could say I've been, uh, reclaiming my youth this month. Um, I've also been on Cape Cod for basically a week now. I'll be here for another week. So I'm just kind of like summering. You are Um, summering. Yeah. I like it. It's, it's good for me. It's nice to just get away from the city which I feel like I've been in for an eternity. Um, mm-hmm. You guys, if you listen to May, you know I was, you know, a little peeved about it. Um, so it's kind of nice. But where our months intersect is that I realized kind of in the month of June that ever since I turned 30, I've started falling asleep on the couch almost every night. It's crazy. <laughs> yep. That's my like I'm old moment where I'm like, mm-hmm. I actually like physically can no longer keep my eyes open if my body's horizontal on a couch after 1030 PM. And I'm not ready to go to bed, but I'm sleeping on the couch. That I mean, that happened to me last night. So I really get it, which is, it's like such a dad thing such to do thing. that I'm like, whoa, I'm scared of being, of arriving here already. You know, I guess the time has come and I'm just embracing it. And you have a new couch, so that's important for you. I have a new couch, but like I've been traveling and like Mm. it's, it happens when I travel too, which means it's not the couch. It's me. Yeah. It's, it is you. It's me. So, um, that's, what's up for me in June, but talk to me about your best. Okay. So my best, and this is sort of a cop-out and it's pretty lame. So I'll do another one, but I have to give a shout out to, um, Indian food in India. Like as, as you would expect, it absolutely slaps. Um, the mango lassies that I drank will be with me forever in my heart. Walk me through that. Is it a yogurt based beverage? Yes. Yogurt and mango. And I believe that is all. And there are other oh. kinds of lassies too, but I only had mango because I said, I don't That's need to I change want. this. It's perfect. Um, no, I'd like to publicly state that it's incredibly brave of you to continue to eat mango after your entire face was <laughs> in an allergic yeah. reaction for weeks. Yeah. Um, just a quick recap for those who might not remember. I'm pretty sure it was a worst at some point. It was a worst. Um <laughs> 
pineapple or pine- pineapple mango is in the poison ivy family so mm-hmm. many people are very allergic to mango i'm only medium allergic to mango but i'm very allergic to the inside of the skin which is where all the poison ivy shit lives so one time i got poison ivy in my mouth basically and thank you for saying that i also feel brave i will not touch a mango yeah, you're like, if it's prepared for me. Right, which is so in annoying. No. <laughs> yeah, and also like in my home, like I'm like, Hannah, we received these mangoes. Can you please cut them for me and put them in the fridge so I can eat them while you're at work? Um, I yeah, love the that. Mango lassies were perfect. The chai, I drank one, I drank many very good chais. I drank one life-changing chai. And I kept, it was so good. The chais were so good that I kept drinking them, even though they were hot and it was 105 degrees. So that says all you need to hear. I That's think about full commitment. The high qualities. And then I just had some like dope paneer dishes. And Mom. I feel like you do like paneer. Love. I feel like we've never eaten Indian food together. Maybe. Let's do it. I think the truth is, is that where's the good Indian food in DC? You know? I feel like there's only, there's no good like, I mean, I know you don't like indigo very much. I'm very open to continuing to try. I like indigo. I think indigo is like, I think it's not quite cheap enough to be something that I do all the time. Like, yeah. cause it's not like that good, if that makes sense. Like I feel mm-hmm. like there's no really good deal Indian takeout in DC, but there is some like high quality, fancy Indian food that I have not uh, dabbled in that I'm interested. We in should trying. do it. Yeah, I think. We I also think that curry mantra, which is in the suburbs, is mm. excellent. I love. I still curry haven't mantra. been there, and you've talked to me about it before, so maybe we should do that. Yeah, we can get that anytime. Um, Fun. I'm happy that the Indian food was great in India. It was really good. I will say, um, I didn't put this as my worst, so I guess I'm not going to bring it up later. I got really sick <laughs> in India. Um, I don't know what it was, which is honestly a blessing. I think Yeah, we don't need to know. We don't need to know. It just as happens. As long as you're better. This is another thing about me that I think has to do with getting old is I'm like, I'm, my stomach is so sensitive. It doesn't take a lot to like knock me out and that's okay. I hate that. I mean, just last month you were talking to us about the loft in Puerto Rico. I know. I know. Every month I have a different <laughs> food poisoning experience just to recount on this podcast. I hope July is different. Me too. Um, yeah. So Indian food in India, obviously a uh, peak peak. Um, I have to also shout out to pride as a month mm-hmm. and as a concept. Like I, I missed DC pride again, um, which is homophobic of me. I recognize. Um, but I just love pride month. I think it's so wholesome and happy and it makes me feel really joyful to see everybody like together dancing all the queer people gathering and I feel so like mushy and like warm and fuzzy about all of my queer chosen family um so I just love pride I do too I wish it was you know year round as they say wish it was year round (laughs) it would be great if it could be like the pride parade could be in like April because then it would be really nice weather here but you know beggars can't be choosers so true. Let's hope next year we're both in town for it. Yeah, let's hope next year it's still legal to be gay. Oh, you know. <laughs> we'll have to see on that. Too much. Too much. Hopefully it will be in DC at least. That's true. Forever. Forever. Um, perfect. Well, that felt like a little bit of a low, but it was a high. It was a high. It was a high. Um, I have 
two highs as well. Um, because last month I was such a bummer. I said, I better bring some, some good vibes here. Love. The first is I am in, I'm on Cape Cod, but to get here, I first traveled to Boston, a city that I really, really, really love. And I was in Boston for about like six hours, but I was like, I have my priorities straight. And in fact, this Mm -hmm. was the day of row. And I was like, what do I need right now? I need the chocolate cream pie from flower. And just a shout out to that pie. It is fantastic. We've talked about it at least eight times on this podcast. It's a forever high. It's a forever forever high. It hits every single time. And it's just like a massive slice. And we were having like a bit of a day. Like we went to get um, some of our friends from the airport around two o'clock. We had a late lunch and then we got pie and we ate it at Erica's aunt's house, which is the 54th floor of a building in downtown Boston. So we were basically just like overlooking the entire city eating pie at 3.30 p.m. on a Friday, not working. It was like peak, peak vibes. Um, So that's one of my highs. My second high is this weekend I had a wedding, like I mentioned, and it was for um, one of Erica's college roommates and her husband, um, who Mm. I beyond adore. Like I'm obsessed with him. He and I share basically the exact same musical taste and like that is unique and fun. And I Mm -hmm. just, he's like one of the best guys on earth. But um, I've been friends with Erica's friends for now, like five years now, which is kind of crazy. Like we met a while ago and I don't know if you feel this, but like as someone's partner, like entering the group, especially as like a woman. Mm-hmm. It's like you're like I want to like tread lightly in some ways because I recognize that like you guys have this like foundation of friendship that doesn't include me. But I also like want you to like me and I also really like you and like I really want to be your friend and like I want to hang out and like be involved and whatever. And so it's been, you know, like I've always felt so just like accepted by this is like specifically her group of college friends like I have and they're such a good group like they're a power group instantly I was like you remind me of my friends and I like really want to be your friend to all of them um but you know it's like we've now been spending a lot of time together and this weekend I feel like we kind of had a moment in the friendship where like I for the, for the first time and not because like they've ever made me feel any type of way it's like totally self-imposed but like for the first time I was like okay like we're friends like we're we're just friends like despite the fact that I'm here as like someone's partner too Mm. um I showed up and I was gifted a friendship bracelet which they all got last year at one of their um one of them got married and it was like her bachelorette and she made bracelets for everybody so Erica has been wearing this bracelet for one year and I was just gifted this bracelet upon arrival and I was like wow this is like everything. And then I was also added to all of the group chats and I was like, I'm in. You made it. You made it. It's so, it's so, that's so thoughtful to me of them to make you a bracelet. And it is such a like fun. I mean, it's interesting. I think being a female partner and like trying to like, like meeting your partner's group of girlfriends girlfriends um I'm like I got a group of girlfriends right and it's like you know you want to like it's like what you said like you don't want to you know barge in but it's also like it's not it doesn't the lines 
are not the same because you're like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm I am a girl and like this is a group of primarily girls and like we have a lot in common and it's it's you you form those relationships I feel like in a different way than I would when if like I was dating a man or if Hannah totally. was dating a man like it's just different and it's very fun to be like oh yeah like we act I I would still be invited if I was just me your friend I think so and which is fun yeah and I've never obviously been in this situation before so I just you know if any of the girls are listening I love you and oh. it was just great like it it was it meant a lot to me and I don't know I feel like I had a weekend of just being like wow like I really love everyone here and like I love that I feel like I'm part of the group but I also was like I don't know just feeling like super grateful for like all of my friendships and etc um also shout out to my friend Ashvin he got married this weekend in Switzerland we unfortunately finally I know this was literally three years in the making but he sent me like the cutest text on earth I'm just gonna put him on blast now but just I like I had texted him on his wedding day being like I you know love you so much like I love Tara your wife like I I just like you know really cherish our friendship blah 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 and he texted me back something so cute it was like I you know like you mean so much to me like you're gonna be in my life forever um you're one of my oldest friends and I just was like oh that just like hits different when you're like we've been friends for actually like 20 plus years you know yeah so my high I guess to sum it up is chocolate cream pie and friendship oh love Ain't that just the way it should be? Yeah, feeling good. Yes. Um. So since we're feeling great, let's talk. Let's lows. take it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. I have two lows. I'm excited about one of them. I know. I, this low is a high for you, so it's a little <laughs> bit of a high for me too. Um. My first low is that I realized I hate summer squash. Um. What is there to like? What it's is like there? Water. What is there to like? So I always thought that I didn't really like summer squash because I had some like bad childhood memories associated with it. My dad would grill zucchini and yellow squash uh, whenever he grilled basically in the summer. And there were a couple times when I was made to sit at the table until I finished it. And it was like cold and squishy. And like, you know how the skin is like squeaky for sure. Oh, so I was like, I hate the stuff. There were a couple, a couple I've eaten it a few times. I like it okay. We grilled some squash last weekend and I was like, this sucks. I hate it's, this stuff. I would say it's my least favorite vegetable and not just because it makes my stomach hurt. So <laughs> not bad. just because you're allergic. Um, yeah, I hate it. I love that. Did I tell you, Marie, <laughs> one of the weddings that I went to, um, the side like vegetable on every single plate was to me iconic. It was a grilled zucchini and then inside of the grilled zucchini was um asparagus coming out of it and i was like 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 a little tube yep it was like a little tube with like like it was like a pencil case and the asparagus (laughs) were the pencils but i was like this is iconic the two vegetables that i cannot eat you're like perfect i will not be going anywhere near this at all i loved it that's so silly um yeah so i hate zucchini you never have to worry about um, eating it in my home again. I do like Perfect. zucchini bread still. I will maintain that, but all other squashes fine. are a million times better. Yeah. And I can um, do winter squash. Yeah. Winter squash. Thank God. Imagine mm-hmm. if you couldn't, that would be tragic. 
Um, yeah, so that's low number one. Number two is uh, losing our human rights. That's that's a low, that's an all time low. We'll say yeah, it doesn't really get lower than that. Um, it doesn't get lower than that. And I know like we're gonna be like tongue in cheek about it on the pod because that's the brand. But like I have been feeling fucked up about it. Yeah, obviously I'm not unique in that, but sucks a lot. Scary stuff super scary yeah i um when i first read the news i just like laid in bed for honestly like one hour i was like i can't move my limbs i just can't mm-hmm. get up um erica's first response was do i need to go to law school that's what she said so yeah. it's bad. i would love for erica to be my lawyer yeah in a different life she's a lawyer maybe this life i don't know stay Why tuned not? there's plenty of time yeah but yeah it's um it's unbelievably horrible. And the fact that it's actually not unbelievable is one of the worst parts. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess this is just the beginning. I think that's what really, I think what's hard for me is that like, this is objectively horrible and the worst. Mm -hmm. I think in regards to abortion, like there are so many organizations that have been working so like they're like this has been coming we have solutions like there are solutions obviously those are not accessible to everybody that's not the best case scenario like the best case scenario is that this essential health care is available to everyone Mm -hmm. I think when we get to like some of the more nitty-gritty stuff like gay marriage or um being able to be you know, just like there's a lot of stuff that I'm just like, yeah, what's going to happen? Yeah. It feels like, so this is the image that I've been stuck with. Like, we're not surprised by this. Obviously this has been coming. So like, I'm imagining like, you know, the like domino trains that you make when you're little. Yeah. Like we're at the beginning, we're somewhere, maybe it's not the beginning, whatever history is not linear. We're in a period right now of dominoes falling and the dominoes are kind of like far from each other so it's like you know one by one by one but you can see that like up ahead they're close together and they're like going in circles and like it's about to get crazy and I feel like we're getting close to the point that like the dominoes are going to start to really fucking fall fast and that is scary to me yeah I'm just like what happens next that's the part that I don't really understand. Yeah. And it makes me upset because I feel like we've seen so much discourse since Donald Trump was elected, basically, and probably long, like way longer. I just wasn't paying enough attention. There's been so much discourse about like how activists and progressives are catastrophizing, talking about Roe, talking about gay marriage, talking about you know, racism and civil rights. Um, and it makes me, f- and obviously those people who are like, you're crazy. That's never going to happen are fucking wrong. And that was gaslighting. But now I still have that like response in my brain that I'm like, Oh no, I shouldn't worry about that. I'm being crazy to worry about, are we going to be able to get married? I'm being crazy to worry about like, what are we going to do if we go back to the letter of the constitution and women are not actually guaranteed any rights other than the right to vote in the constitution. Like, and then my reaction to myself is like, don't be crazy. And like somebody did that to me and it's fucked up because it's not crazy. Cause that is what these people want. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. <sighs> I just, I have nothing else to add. I'm yeah. So I, I didn't you. really want to go that far into it, but I can't help myself. <laughs> no, I get it. So, it's all consuming. Yeah. It's bad, but hopefully, I don't know what. Hopefully, I know. What? I'm like, I don't know. Hopefully, what? Well, hopefully, we can bring you a little bit of. I feel like I'm going to mispronounce this word. Respite. Is that correct? Yeah, I think that's right. From the heaviness of it all. When I tell you about my worst, Can't which obviously, wait. obviously my real worst is we all know, but yeah, duh, but we need some levity. Yeah. I had a little bit of a, um, actually it's, it's still ongoing. Um, but I had a run in with the Virginia tax office <laughs> and this is something that I wouldn't wish on. I mean, actually, I would wish it on my worst enemy. It's a good um, thing to wish on your worst enemy, Yeah, actually. I would wish it on any person that voted for Trump in 2016, for sure. <laughs> but um, apparently, I was contacted by the tax office, and I never received their letters because mm-hmm. they had an address on file for me that I lived in like three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't update my address because I, A, I didn't know that you had to, and B, I haven't lived in Virginia in many, many years. Um, but basically what happened was they like froze one of my accounts and then they withdrew a large sum of money from another account. And that got my attention, which was their goal. And then I called them and they were like, oh yeah, like you, we've been trying to get in touch with you. And I was like, I mean, you have my phone number, don't you? Like I didn't get the two letters that you sent to an address that I don't live at, but okay. Um, and basically I've just been going back and forth with this honestly extremely nice woman that lives in the, or lives in Richmond and works at the tax office. But I had to like go deep into like every contact I had in 2018 and provide an unbelievable amount of paperwork that was extremely hard to get. And Mm -hmm. also they're like, oh, you can only fax this to us. And I'm like, okay, like I don't have a fax machine neither does any, neither does anyone alive in the United States of America. (laughs) Except for like UPS, but guess what? They charge you per page and the amount of pages that I had to fax over was 250 pages. So it would have cost me like legit $400 $400 tax it. And I was like, so stupid. I actually don't have $400 since you have all of my money. Um, oh my yeah, God. it's just been, it's been hell. Um, but it's fine. Like we're going to figure it out. She's been so nice, but I am still missing a good chunk of change that I am expecting, uh, the tax. Well, it's like, it's not even what I like what they said, like I might owe them, which by the way, I don't owe them anything, which I think has been confirmed. It's just like the hold that they placed on my account where they like took out a large so the hold sum of money. is still there. Yeah. So I'm like waiting for that to Dude, be done. But it's been a long time. It's been um actually in one exact month. I was laughing because I think this happened like the day after we recorded the May podcast where I was like, wow, I'm being such a bummer. And then I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> um, but it's fine. Honestly, things have really gone up from there. But that was a nightmare. It was Anytime like a week you have and to half deal. Of just being like, yeah. where do I find this? Anytime you have to deal with the IRS, not fun. It's not gotta fun. be the worst. I just have to wonder like who is choosing to work there. It just seems like a seems really, bad. really, yeah, like bad way to do it. But yeah, seems really bad. Seems really bad. Yeah. So that's my worst. Um, I hope that in July I'll have an update for you, which is that 
it's over. But as of right now, it's oh my not. God. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that as well. That's insane. I mean, the good news is I'll feel so rich when it's over. You know? Oh my God. Yeah. But for now, not so rich. What can you do? You know? Yeah. Well, Marie. Um, yes. Do you have a rec for us? I sure do. In the spirit of Pride Month and oh. also just like general goodness. Good times. Um, the band Muna, loved by the pod here, um, released a new album last Friday called sure Muna. It's self-titled. Which I think is iconic, especially uh-huh. for a band that's like on the rise. Right. <laughs> like I'm like, this is not their first album. This is their third album. They said it's us motherfuckers. They said now's um, the time. Now's the time. Let everyone know we are called Muna. Um, and this album famously has one of the best songs of all time on it. Silk Chiffon opening track. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked all the singles a lot from this album and the album does not disappoint. It is so fun. It makes me want to go it. to a nightclub and dance with my Whoa. friends and be sweaty, which is not a feeling that I get a lot these days. That's what we're going to be doing at the Muna concert. Yeah, we're going to be dancing a lot. I think this album is so fun. I'm so happy for this band. I'm completely obsessed with them. They're hilarious on Twitter. You should listen to it. I think my current fave, other than the ones that were previously released. I'm so sorry. The tax lady is calling me. So do you want to exit out and then I'll start a new one? Yes. that's. You can keep that in. Oh, I'm not deleting it. (laughs) Okay. Bye. Okay. Good luck. Um, I also love the new moon album and I'd like to ask you, what is your favorite song? Yes. Thank you so much for asking. I thought you never would. Okay. So other than Silk Chiffon, which I am on a little bit, our household mm-hmm. is on a little bit of a hiatus from Silk Chiffon because we're in danger of getting sick of it because um, it's been out for a long time. I mean, I think like this time last year, I was yeah. seeing early, the girls. Early single chasing. Um, so I think that my current favorite is No Idea sexy but i also really like um i was i have what i want in my head actively Mm -hmm. as we speak um it's just like good like it just makes the kind of music that just makes you want to be like drunk in a dark club which i'm like there's almost nothing that makes me want that i know that's saying something yeah they've really like figured something out Um, yeah they cracked it i like them all my favorite right now is home by now so good. I say, oh. I love yeah. them. Yeah, me too. I can't wait to see them. Um, that's a great wreck. I fully co-sign. Strong co-sign. Muna, yes. we love you. Come on our podcast anytime. Oh, like. that would be fun. Wouldn't it? We'd have a blast. We really would. We could have them over for dinner. Oh my God. Yeah. No <laughs> zucchini. No. Uh, what's your wreck for the month of June 2022? My wreck is picnicking and I think in Hell May yeah. I said this is what I want to do more of in June and I have mm. been and Yay. it's yeah. just nice to eat outside and mm. what I brought today for you all is what I would say is the perfect picnic um it's easy to make you can make it ahead you can eat it hot or cold and it's great leftovers so here's what it is the halloumi with corn cherry tomatoes and basil salad 
dish. It's like a corn dish kind of. Yum. Um, New York Times cooking recipe. It's cubes of halloumi with um, corn that gets like heated up in a pan with some olive oil and tomatoes. And then you drop in some basil at the end. It's really nice. Love that sounds it. so good. Yeah, it's fully summer. Um, the ginger dill salmon recipe also from the New York times. These are all New York times cooking. Mm. Um, this is like a slow roasted salmon kind of in the vein of the Allison Roman slow roasted salmon vibes, but I think better like that one never comes out well for me. I don't know Mm. what it is about me or perhaps that recipe. Um, that doesn't work for me, but this is a slow roasted salmon and then you mix it with this really nice salad of, a bunch of different citrus and radish and you make this like green sauce that goes on top of everything with some avocado. Really nice. Um, really nice. It's like luxe to eat salmon, I feel like for a picnic. Fun. So fun. And then the final recipe is what I would say is one of the best salads of all time. And why I think that this is great for a picnic is because it's a kale based salad, which you guys have heard me wax poetic about kale, but it's the kale and sugar snap pea salad, which Um, is a prep and provisions classic. It's a prep and provisions classic. It's a really interesting salad. It's um, like an Asian-y dressing. It has like miso and rice vinegar and lime juice in it, like definitely leans Asian flavors. And then it's apricots, kale, sugar snap peas, feta, almonds, and mint. And somehow it's like, it's so good. Every time. It's yeah, very, it's so good. very good. So I would say that is a trio that is going to work really well together. And it's all going to be great. Like any time of day, any temp, et cetera. So go out, have a picnic and make those three dishes. That's my Hell rec. yeah. That's a great rec. I love that little menu rec. Ooh, thank you. I actually did have it as a picnic and it's also featured on the Instagram. Yes. You'll, if you can find the Brandy Carlisle blanket, you'll see these three dishes <laughs> on top of it. Yay. Love that so much. All right. It's time for my favorite section. I think this section is fun. Um, yeah, I find it. Uh, it's usually pretty hilarious. Um, and you do know you want to take the first one or should I take it? I'll kick us You off. brought this to my attention. Yes. And I dreamed of it being a discussion on the pod. So happy to be here. Um, this is the Daily Harvest Lentil Gate. <laughs> and if you're not familiar, something really, really bad has happened at the Daily Harvest facilities. They introduced this new menu item called a crumble. Specifically, what is it like leek? It's like lentil and uh, leek. Yeah, I think you're right. Lentils and leeks. Yeah. Basically, like whatever you do, do not eat these crumbles because, okay, yeah, lentil and leek crumbles. Um, 470 people have reported severe illness after consuming these. And a lot of those people have gone to the hospital. And some of those people have even had their gallbladder removed, if you can imagine that. Um, And this is just like really fucking bad. And like, it's not actually just like a food safety contamination story. It's actually a story of like daily harvest fully failing to take like any ownership or accountability or even like be responsible and proactively communicate. Like I so think the bad. craziest part of the story is that, okay, so basically like this new product is released and 
they People send it out. It. They send it out to influencers first yes. in like PR boxes. So it's not on the market for people like regular people to buy and some of these and it's not that many people who who get the pr boxes so some of them get sick like really sick like alisa was saying like mystery illness in the hospital nobody knows what it is and for those people it was like a month of no fucking idea yeah like what being like, is happening. what's happening like, you have severe liver damage but we don't know why then when it's released to market all like everybody who's eating it started getting sick and so the influencers and people on Reddit were basically being like, hey, it's because of these lentils. So people were figuring it out and putting the pieces together. And Daily Harvest basically didn't do anything. The first thing that they did, they sent an email, I believe, to the people who bought it. Um, but being it was like, like, LOL, throw it away. Right. Being like so way too casual. And they posted on their Instagram uh, like a styled photo of the crumble, like a picture no, of it on top of I think of it food. wasn't even of the crumble. I think it was literally just like a picture of Daily Harvest. Well, I thought it was like a meal that had the crumble on top of it, which like makes it worse. It it's be. like a salad with something on top of it that I thought was the lentil crumble being like, and then the caption was important announcement about our lentil and leek crumble link in bio for more information. Yep. No, like. I feel like if that's happening, like you have to, like, that's, that's the picture. Like the picture is of the text, like, do not eat this. Yeah. Like you will Read get very more sick. at the link in bio, not like but, here's a cute photo of it. And like, maybe you'll and click it's a on the secret. Link. Yeah, exactly. It's so fucked up. Listen, but the, also their messaging when they basically were like, don't forget to cook lentils to 165. And it's like, yes, lentils are poisonous. If you don't cook them to 165, like that's, that's a thing you shouldn't cook, eat undercooked lentils. But I just can't imagine that that is the sole culprit here and like not taking more accountability. Also, um, they gave people who bought them a $10 credit. That was their like response. It's crazy. And I'm seeing like, I was seeing that the people who have been really sick are obviously suing the shit out of them. Of they course. were like, oh, they're suing for like 20K. And I was like, you guys can get more than that. That is for sure. Yeah. I would have to guess it's got to be in the millions. Um, yeah. But yeah, if you want to go deeper into this. Um, literally, if you search Daily Harvest, a million articles will come up. But where I would really encourage you to go is Reddit because it's mm -hmm. the people that actually ate the crumbles, went to the hospital, etc. And um, the last time I was on Reddit, what was happening is that many people who had gotten sick contacted the FDA mm -hmm. and the FDA had come to pick up samples of the product. So I don't know if we have like a, a ruling on that just there's yet? no there's still no uh answer about what it is it's still unknown which I is really scary patiently yeah no it's super scary and i just i think it's bad i think it's i'm really, also like really cook lentils to a certain temperature yes obviously but i'm like isn't daily harvest like pre-prepared isn't everything just frozen exactly. and then you cook it like it should be already cooked that's what i was thinking too like okay if this is like a, a meatball thing yeah like it's it a frozen looks like that. product that's like you're it's not you're so not cooking lentils like, from nothing yeah like they should not be raw to begin with yeah i don't right. know i think this is extremely problematic and i'm curious to see what's going to happen with um daily harvest the folks who are suing daily harvest and i really hope that everybody who 
purchased and ate these is doing okay slash has thrown them away. Yes. Uh, we will be following and we will update you. Oh, we will be following. In other news, Marie, yes. the honors. So we have some important news about our favorite person, Betty Who, mm-hmm. pop star, tall girl, queer icon, um, host on of a podcast. reality television show. I would die <laughs> to have her on this podcast. Um, she's the host of a new television show on Amazon Prime Video called The One That Got Away. Ooh. Um, it is a very stupid dating show. For some context, the I believe creator slash producer of this show is the person who invented Bachelor in Paradise. So they've got a track record of creating the kind of garbage that we love. I mean, um, I love it. Yeah, it's absolutely love. So I'm like three episodes in or two episodes into the one that got away. There's one gay cast member. The premise is basically uh, – these people who are looking for love are on the show and the show is bringing people from their past through a portal, heavy, very spooky portal through a very spooky, foggy portal to see if, uh, what's the catchphrase? It's like, if the love of your future is in your past or whatever. Oh, so there's one gay person. He's Mm -hmm. a very cute gay guy named Jeff. Not enough. Not enough. What I, based on the promo that Betty Who was posting, I thought the whole show was gay, a la Are You the One, season eight. Yeah, that's certainly the vibe she was giving, and that's what I was hoping for. It's a lot of straight people that I just don't care about, one particularly who I despise. I've only mm-hmm. watched half an episode. Um, I'm definitely going to keep watching, but so far, I don't feel that this is a star-studded cast of people that I care about. No, I'm really only there for Betty and Jeff. Yeah, I'm there for Betty and Jeff. I really as well. like the Twitch streaming girl. Me too. too actually, I was going to say that. I forget what her name is. I have no idea. Um, she's great. I actually like the man that came in for her. He was so tall. Oh my god, so tall. I wish that they would bring. Uh, like there's like a, in particular, I want it for this Twitch streaming girl. She's like, oh, this guy isn't right for me. Oh, this guy isn't right for me. And then all of a sudden through the portal comes a girl girl? and she's like, that's so weird. I don't like (laughs) girls. And then they fall in love. That's what I want. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe. Wait, since you're a little further ahead, can you clarify for me? Um, Mm -hmm. The people that enter through the portal from the past that might be their future, Uh do they stay? Like, do the people just keep coming and it's just like, okay, that's fun. They and it's funny because the cast has their own house, and then the like people who come for the portal oh, have a different house. They said Drama. so, like they get the first people who came through the portal, like the first six, go to the house, and they're like, "Wait a second, why are there so many beds here?" And then they're all like, oh, "More people are coming." Okay, um, that's actually but you can get fun. sent home, but there's no like formal sending home ceremony. It's just people being. It's like, just like if like somebody's you. like, "I don't like you," you should leave them. They go. Okay, okay, yeah. So we're here for Betty. Um. Erica instantly was like, wait, why is her accent like that? And I was like, for those not familiar with Betty Who, it might be a little confusing. Her accent is very confusing. She is from Australia, but she has been living in the United States since high school. So sometimes she sounds like a California girl. And then sometimes she has an extremely strong Australian accent. It is. You never know what you're going to get. It defies the. 
bounds of linguistics. Yeah. I think she's doing great though. Very professional. You can tell she's like trying to like yeah. take it seriously. But she, and she's being so cute with them. Like I bet that they are all friends. Yeah. Um, her new single also slaps. And that's a really oh, yeah. good example of her sounding so Australian. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. You and I love her new song too. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, girl. Especially when she's singing it live. It's so Australian. And I love that for her. Um, so you guys should watch The One That Got Away because yeah, go of Betty Who, especially Our if you girl. just need like something light. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Talk to me about number three here. So number three, I feel like is an important, I like to throw one of the like time capsule things in here. Love. So June, 2022 is the month <laughs> of the American Girl doll meme. It popped off in the past week or so. I'm absolutely loving them. It's like, we need an American girl doll who something crazy. Oh, wait. Did you post something about ketchup? American ketchup? girl doll? Okay. So then I just saw this on the internet. I saw somebody I posting about one. an American girl doll that like wants to throw ketchup at, I don't know. <laughs> yes. That is the vibe. So I learned and I'll, I'll read some prime examples that I'm loving. I was loving these memes, sending them around. And then I learned from a New York Times article about these memes that the two girls who run this meme account are friends of mine, um, <laughs> who are, they're Hannah's friends, but they're my friends too. And it's, they're hilarious. And now they're like low key famous for this. So like, for example, the most recent post, oh yeah, this is the ketchup one. We need an American girl doll who throws condiments against the walls when yep. overturning democracy doesn't go her way. And it's like, uh, little pictures of American girls. We need an American girl doll who saw Trump lunge at his driver's clavicle. We need an American girl doll who got so high on edibles she called 911. We need an American girl doll who was present when Fergie sang the national anthem. There's really no like logic to them. It's about anything. Um, and it's basically just about finding, seeking the representation we all deserve through um, American girl dolls. I find them so weird. Um, and so funny. This is so weird. There's one down here. <laughs> we need an American girl doll who cried when Nick Jonas was diagnosed with diabetes. That one made me laugh <laughs> my ass off. Um, they're, they're being floated around everywhere, but the original account is at Helicity Merriman, which obviously That's is named funny. after Felicity, my favorite American girl doll, <gasps> the redhead. You're a Felicity? Um, I'm a Felicity. I didn't have Felicity, which okay. I think is wrong. It's funny. There's should be a, like a weird, a psychological study about like girls of our age who felt misunderstood when their moms got them a, the American girl doll that they didn't identify with, but they could tell that their moms thought that they identified with that American girl doll. Like you my mom got me Samantha about that. Yeah. So my mom got me Samantha and I was like, what the fuck? You're like, this bitch is You think I'm a proper. Samantha? <laughs> like, that's not me. You're a Samantha. I'm she did ultimately get me Molly, which she's the gay one. So. I was gonna say I got Molly and I feel <laughs> everyone who had Molly understood is queer now. I Do love Molly. Those glasses, those braids, that's my chick. She gets the she like does joins the dance team or something. She's like a tomboy, Molly. She's a tomboy and then she like joins the like pep squad because it's World War II or whatever. You know, I don't remember. The I was thinking that I want to reread all of the American Girl doll books. I think Wouldn't that be made kind of this, crazy. This brand is actually a genius. Yeah, it's so funny. I love that. So that's, funny that's that you. That's the meme set of the Molly. moment. 
I mm-hmm. just want everyone to remember that this was the time of we need an American girl doll who. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to follow them ASAP. Um, well, that wraps up June, a pretty good month, despite, you know, the world being treacherous. Yeah. Like all things considered it, it think we're doing okay. Yeah, I think so too. Um, okay. So let's wrap it up. Let's talk July. What's going on? It's around the corner. If you're listening to this, it's like already July. Um, what's around the corner for me, as is my custom, I have a psycho July that I have done to myself for Mm -hmm. myself. Um, fourth of July weekend, I'm going to another Indian wedding in Virginia. Thank God. Not going back on a long plane for a while. And then you'll have Um, a perfect outfit. I have the perfect outfits. I brought outfits for some other people. I'm the hero of the friend group with the fits. Um, I have two like big work things that require me to travel each for a separate week, which is stressful. That's a lot. Two out of four. That's a lot. Two out of four. Um, One of them is in my parents' town. So that's a little bit less stressful. The other one's in Orlando and that is frightening to me if you're listening to this rick uh i'm i'm it's gonna be okay we're gonna make it um orlando is just like not where you want you know i'm like you know what the best time of year is in orlando july famously (laughs) (laughs) um and then i'm also uh i'm a maid of honor in a wedding in (laughs) september um and we have about the bachelorette party this weekend uh, this weekend this month I was like, this weekend? Not this weekend. At the end of the month. So that will be fun, I think. That's going to be so fun. Yeah. It's for one of your dearest. One of my nearest, one of my dearest. Maddie Lawler maybe listens to this podcast. Unclear. I mean, that's the true test. I know. I'm like, am I really your maid of honor if you don't listen <laughs> to my podcast? She's a busy girl. Um, She's a busy girl. Well, that sounds like a busy month, honestly. That's, yeah, that's what about, my takeaway. It's busy. You. July always is for me. I don't know why I can't fucking relax, but it's okay. It's okay. What's your July look like? I'm hoping a little bit more relaxing. I've really kind of embraced, you know, the coastal grandma lifestyle. It's really um, working on you. You look, it's, you're glowing. Thank you. So keeping that rolling right into July, I'm on the Cape until um, July 8th, which nice. is like a while, you know? Yeah. Um, I'm also going to see some more of my friends, which I can't wait. I'm going to be doing weekends in New York City and Philly with friends that I just haven't seen in a while, and I can't wait. Um, I miss my little babies, Bo and Henry, so we're going to do a lot of pool time and hang time when I get back. Um, I'm excited to just like read outside, Mm -hmm. hang outside. I have a really nice roof that I like never use, but I'm determined to use it a little bit more in the month of July. Love. Um, and then I'm going to be turning 31 before Birthday the month girl. is over. Yes, it's your time. Yeah. So that's July. I'm excited. Um, oh my God. I'm also seeing the chicks twice in the month Whoa, of July, twice. which I'm very excited about. Well, I'm so seeing fun. them here mm-hmm. in the great state of Massachusetts because I just... My friend said, do you want to go? And I can't say no. You said yes. Yeah, I said obviously. And then I'm going in D.C., but you are too, right? I am. Yeah, we'll be there together. Because like one of the only things that could potentially help at this time. Well, I should have shared that 
on Friday, which is when the news dropped about Roe, mm -hmm. um, a group of friends and I went to karaoke. We did some rage karaoke. So good. And let me tell you that Not Ready to Make Nice is hitting different at this time. For sure. I was like, I'm crying at music karaoke. You know, it seems like one of the only songs that's going to get it quite right. Yep. Um, I know some of my friends were also listening to Gaslighter on uh, mm -hmm. repeat. Yep. That'll, I should really, I should put that one into the rotation. That's for yeah. sure. That's for so anyways, sure. We have the chicks coming up, which is going to be good. So um, fun. You know what else is coming up? Our book club. Ooh, seamless transition. Thank you. Love. I see yes. in your notes here that you have that we're discussing our June book, Easy Beauty by Chloe Cooper Jones, which is correct. But we are actually in partnership with that discussing Yerba Buena, which is our main. Oh my book. God, we still haven't talked about Yerba Buena. I know. I time thought, is you know, because wild. June was six months long. Yes. So we'll be discussing Easy Beauty and Yerba Buena. Excited mm -hmm. to talk about them. Um, Me too. That's coming soon to a pod near you. That's right. But we can announce our July book as well. Yes, um, let's do it. Please do it, the honors. Our July book is called We Do What We Do in the Dark by Michelle Hart. Um, You've read it already. You I liked. read it already. It's gay. It's Surprise. Surprise. Uh, it's just like an interesting book. I feel like it hits in the sweet spot of like unlikable narrators like it's like it's in the venn diagram of the things that we like i think i'm excited yeah i I'm can't wait to read, to read it i'm delinquent on easy beauty but before i return to the dc area i will read it so that we can discuss it i can't wait I'm i started so it and i just frankly was like eh, i don't really like it but i have to read it so i will you'll it's gonna be it took me a little bit to get into it as well and then you did it and then i did it it started out like the first handful of pages she leans because she's a philosophy philosophy professor so she leans a little bit like into the mm -hmm. sort of heady almost academic vibe and i was kind of like oh no i don't know if i have the strength for this but it doesn't stay like that that's good i love to yeah. hear that well yeah, yeah yeah we love our little book corner um yes and overall this is fun june yeah. was a good one June was a good one. It was a wild one. You went to India. And I feel like we've lived a lot. You I feel really like have. I say that every month, but good for us. We're living. Well, until next time, Marie. Thank you for spending your spare time with us. Bye.